Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. Let's have some dirty dirt. Let's get to the dirt here. Let's start out with uh, some Golden Globes talk. The Golden Globes Awards are still struggling to find a broadcast partner for right? their 2024 ceremony. Now, you know, they're saying the the Eldridge Industries CEO Todd Bowley, is, uh, he told CNBC Monday that they're likely going to transition to a streaming network. Now, we know that SAG Awards are uh, uh, streaming on Netflix, so this is not an uncommon thing. He said... I doubt we'll be on NBC. Basically, the, the flexibility that we can do on a streaming environment is very different than what we can do on a broadcast network. I think we're going to take advantage of that flexibility. And right. we're looking at YouTube. He's Hollywood speaking. NBC is not paying for them. NBC is go. going through a giant transition. And uh-huh. this Eldridge Industries, they own um, the Globes and Dick Clark Productions. And also, he's half owner of The Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. So by going to a streaming service, that's all they have. Because the people used to pay big money because this was the first award show of the year. Big deal. And uh, they, it's lost its luster. It has. Uh-huh. So I, that was great Hollywood speak on that one. Now, yesterday I told you guys a little bit. We just got a little update on the sag after strike and how they're handling the studio situation right now. And there has been some numbers that have been released. So oh. talks broke down last yes, week between major studios and sag after with the studios saying that there was a gap between the two sides that is too great to continue productive negotiations. So... Basically, SAG after will remain on strike with the entertainment industry and will remain shut down because this gap is so big. Now, you want to know about this gap. It's a $40 million, $480 million a year gap. And I can put this a little bit, explain this to you. So the difference between what SAG after wants for new streaming residuals formula is $500 million. And what the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers is currently willing to pay Twenty million dollars. Wow! There is a four hundred eighty. How cheap are they? Yes, this that is just is that's ridiculous. It's five hundred million in the an industry this big is not that much. Is not that much money. No. I mean, and to offer twenty, wow! Yeah, that's a really big blow. So that that's, is that's a big blow to them. The two sides are at odds on other issues, including artificial intelligence and increase in minimum rates. But the big thing was the gap on streaming residuals that prompted the breakdown in talks on Friday of last week. Yep, they did. Oh, that's a, but that's a that's a gross number. That's yes, that's that's. Mm-hmm. So union leaders have said that they expect to keep negotiating, and were taken by surprise when the AP and the A. MPTP walked away from the table, but according to the AMPTP, the union gave them an ultimatum demanding that the studios agree to these numbers. They're saying that it's the 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 SAG-AFTRA is being the bullying tactics here, and it's quite frankly when you see that the studios are only offering twenty million to their five hundred, I feel like that's it's on their end. Yeah, yeah. it's a huge, uh, it's a huge thing. Yeah, big deal there. So another. Uh, developing thing here with the Alec Baldwin and Rust case that has been going on for a long time. It looks like Alec Baldwin could potentially be recharged for manslaughter 
according to a new report. Okay. Yeah, so initial charges to the actor were dropped in April, about a year ago, about a year and a half ago, excuse me, after the death of uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins was tragically, you know, she passed away when Alec Baldwin was filming a scene. He he said to NBC on TV that he did not pull the trigger, but new evidence shows that he did, in fact, pull the trigger to make this happen. That's the big thing that's yes. filing here. On top of the fact that he is the executive producer of the movie, he is also, therefore, in control of everything that happens on the set. So... One of NBC sources claimed that New Mexico prosecutors will soon be filing involuntary manslaughter charges against the actor and plan to present a case to a grand jury next month. And two sources familiar with the case also report that a plea deal has been discussed. So it may not get that far. Right. Um, But prosecutors dismissed, like I said, this back in April. But with these new facts... There's some things, but his attorneys have responded, and this seems a little uh, interesting to me. So Baldwin's attorneys have told TMZ that, quote, it's unfortunate that a terrible tragedy has been turned into a misguided prosecution. We will answer any charges in court. Okay. So they're ready to go. Well, he's a producer. Yep. He's the EP. Yep. There we go. All right. Yeah, you have to keep that. I mean, there's, there's a few things there. It's the big thing is that he's the EP. And that he lied on TV saying he did not pull the trigger, but when the gun was presented, it clearly had been pulled, and that is where they're saying there's a lack of Yes. Of Thank you for that. Thanks yes. for reading that article. Yep. And uh, also, we've been on the Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman divorce train. I hate to say it like oh, that, but this well. thing, gosh, it just continues to get worse and worse. So Kim Zolciak, yesterday, or yesterday we learned that they put the house up for sale, uh-huh. $6 million to help them get out of debt, but Kim is finally responding to Croy's Beerman's filing of divorce, and she has some demands of her own. Of her own, so the Real Housewives of Atlanta star filed her counterclaim in court, obtained by TMZ, and she makes no bones about what she wants. She wants their four children to live with her moving forward. Kim is asking a judge to grant her primary physical custody of the kids, but says legal custody should be shared between Croy and herself. Kim doesn't get into details of why she deserves to have her children full-time, but she said that she's a loving, fit, and proper parent and does say that Croy should be granted liberal visitation with the kiddos. Now, Kim is also saying that she is dependent on Croy for support and maintenance. That's why she's asking the judge to grant her temporary and permanent alimony on top of child support. She wants some money. Okay, but I love that she's fit, so she should be the parent. Yeah, that is funny. She's Um, a loving, fit, and proper parent, quote. Proper. I mean, their youngest is nine. They, They should be with their mom. They should be with their dad. Like, there's just no, and I'm sure they would convey that. I just feel so bad when they start getting so insane. We go, you have nine, you have, you have, a, you have an 11 year old, you have a 12 year old. You can read this stuff. Like just, you know what? Like be nice to each other and Agreed. just let raise these kids together. I agree. And then you're done. You got 10 more years and then you're done or eight, nine more years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's crazy is at the same time, Croy is, has the same demands himself. So they're both. Yeah. Demanding the same thing. Croy at this point is also filed where he asked for sole physical and legal custody plus child support and alimony. So they're both asking for the same thing. They both want each other to pay him paid. It's all about money. It's all about money. A lot. And not the kids. A lot of everything is. I feel like it's not about these kids anymore. It's about money. Well, that's what we're hearing. And we're hearing headlines. Yeah, that's true. We're hearing headlines. Thank you. There are two real people behind us that are both hurting. Yes. We hear the headlines. We hear the Snapchat. 
That's true. There's, there's more. There's, there's more, more to the story. There are two people that I don't think are real likable, but there's more to their story. I'm <laughs> sure. <America> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction, your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and solar. Now, they are your licensed hometown experts, and they're the ones that are going to treat you like a family member. They're going to take care of you. And right now, winter is just around the corner, so it's that time of the year. Take care of these projects. Don't let them go into next spring, because Hoffman Weber Construction will take care of the process from start to finish for you. And I want to give you a little example of how that's done. Don has told us that Aaron is by far one of the best sales professionals that I have worked with in the construction sector. We have had hail damage in in a recent storm, and Aaron was very thorough in taking photos and educating us on our next steps. He served as a liaison for us with our homeowners insurance and combed through every single detail to ensure nothing was missed. That's the important part, right? You don't want to deal with the headaches of the insurance companies. And Hoffman Weber Construction will do it for you just like they did for Don. So reach out to the crew, set up your free in-home consultation. It's very easy. And then they're going to take care of you from start to finish. Go to hwconstruction.com for more information. Again, that's hwconstruction.com. Okay, so, um, hi, peeps. Hey, hi, hi. Hello. Hi. So, there's this new... Yeah, I know it. Um, I read last week, or Grant gave me the story and I read it, um, that Minnetonka High School is launching Minnetonka High School. High School. Um, which has the most beautiful baseball field in the world, um, is launching a brand new aviation program. Okay. To help get students their wings. So apparently there's a critical shortage on the horizon for pilots. And so Minnetonka School District is hoping its brand new aviation program for high schoolers will help a new generation interested in pursuing Mm -hmm. a career in flight. If they offered this at my high school, I'd be in Hands down. Yes. You would go for it? Of course, because where else do you get an opportunity like this? And the reason why it started is because um, a gentleman that worked there, it's a partnership with a loft and executive aviation, a pair of local companies owned by a Minnetonka High School alum. So he's wanting to get this started. And so the classes feature our a flying time with an instructor and simulator oh sessions. God. It's opened up all the high schools, but filled right away. 250 people registered. That's cool. And they get to, you know, do the simulators at school or wherever they do them. In addition to the airfield outing, they're ordering three state of the art flight simulators for the program to help students accrue flight training hours towards their personal pilot license. How cool does that sound? That sounds so cool. Like I would, now that would be a reason to not take gym all senior year. Okay, so right? I, was, I just love that. I have a go ahead. Uh Henry Sibley, which is now uh Two Rivers High yes. School, mm-hmm. they offered up uh like an auto mechanic class. Yeah. Love it. And I was like, yeah, I really want to learn to turn ch- ch- like change my oil. Well, I ended up buddying up with some guys and they were really adamant that like I I ended up sleeping in the back of my car most of the time and just taking naps and they would do all the stuff. So I feel like I did not learn how to change my oil, but I did pass that class. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad that they were in the back seat with you. I no, they were. That, I thought that was where the story <laughs> was going, you. and I was kind of scared. No, <laughs> I just took a lot of naps in my Camry where they would change the oil all the time. And I don't mean that in a sex I way. I just mean that say. in a very lazy way. My I friend Haley would, was like all about car mechanics. I'm just saying there is a time. I 
I don't know if high school I would take flying that. I was not a very serious, but I mean, person. Just, but there are other people are. But just for a cool new experience to see if you liked it. I think that's just such an awesome free opportunity. And there's this new show. Can I get to it? Yeah. I was just okay. Gonna, yep, yep. There's a new show called Top Gun mm-hmm. based on the movie. It's a reality show. So what's going to happen is it's called Top Gun Next Generation. We learned yesterday that Tom Cruise has never lent his likeness to any merchandise, any, any, any things. And it's coming to Nat Geo. And the premiere date hasn't been announced yet, but it will follow Navy student pilots every step of the way during their training as they embark on some of the most challenging flight tests possible, including landing on an aircraft carrier on sea. I'm always worried they're going to run out of one, right? I know. Always. And it's the first time anyone's going to have this level of access to the training program. And I thought, I think I'd watch that. I would watch it if there's like the actual drama that is goes with military training because there's so much drama in military training. Because it's his own little world and you're away from your family and like you kind of... What were you trained in besides medical? Like, so you go to first off, you go to basic training and you yep. get all of your army basic training. So it's like across the board army. And then you go to AIT and that's when you specialize in your, you know, 98 whiskey was what I was a medic, combat medic. So I've like all I have uh, paramedic B and then combat medic. That's what I ended up going to Texas for. But there's a lot of drama there because first off, everyone's young. Yeah. And you get money for the first time in your life. Yeah. And then you get a weekend off and yeah. you're like, let's go let's drink go wild. Yeah. and have fun. And like some people forget they're married right quick in those right. situations, too. I was are, are never saying, attached to anybody. Are you no. just saying? I just meant like it's something you about were, that yeah. world where people are go, I forgot I have responsibilities back home. Well, it's yeah, that could so, happen. But you also for people who are single. It could be really a fun time. Oh, it was super fun for I, me. I think it would be fun. How many push-ups did you have to do to get out of a boot camp? Oh, it's you have a physical fitness test. I can't even remember. That's not even the hard one because you have to do two minutes of push-ups, two minutes of sit-ups, and a two-mile run. I know they've changed it since. Now they have um, the APFT is so different. Um, but back then, I can't even remember the number. It's surprisingly not that. The, the push-up part isn't hard. The sit-up part is kind of hard, and then you have to do the two-mile run. Um, I maxed out of all mine. Thank you. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be that hard at that age. Okay, My gosh, well, you could walk it fast. Easy. Okay, right. I went backwards. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, take. I had a badge. I had a PT badge. Thank I you. think that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool, Grant. I know that you wanted to say something. So, oh, I was just going to mention earlier when you brought this up that I have a lot of friends that are pilots, and yeah. you know they got involved because they went to South Dakota State. You know, right. South Dakota is very involved yes. in aviation, and I felt that you know we were told that as kids. But you had to take that step yourself. There wasn't a lot of opportunities for kids in high school, in high school to right. really. I had one friend that got his pilot's license in high school because uh, Brian Egan, very talented right. young man. Or if your dad wasn't a pilot to help you exactly. have access. So I, it's I, the hours. Exactly. So I love that this is being put well, your in. Mom, it, excuse me. Put in front of our face. And it also goes along with the conversation that the three of us had not too long ago. Remember when we were asking listeners, like, sure, what, what should classes be, should, should be, be taught? taught in school? This was one that we didn't get that I think is kind of fun. And now this show is also going to open up eyes to kids. And maybe I think that there's it's just, it's just a good thing to rally up the aviation industry. Right. You know, I, I do access. think, though, the, of all those classes, because that was such a good conversation that day. I mean, 
basic accounting. Yes. Money management. I know politeness. That, I know they politeness. have FACS, but that program gets getting cut, and that's family and consumer science. I think learning how to make sunny side up eggs, things like that, that people don't always know. Learn how to make bread. Bradley should just teach a bread class. Yeah. In my high kids, schools. right? Okay, you should. I, I, my agree. Kids, I would go to it. My kids had to take home the baby, you know, and be oh. an overnight parent, and the baby would cry, and you had to coddle it, and you had to. It was all somehow there was something inside like sensor, the baby. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was the funniest day when my oldest came home with the baby. <laughs> and, and I've met your the, boys. I and, can't see them taking oh, no. it all that serious. <laughs> That was such a funny day when they came home with the baby and the baby baby blanket and would swaddle it carefully. And it was very funny. Do you think they learned anything from that? Yeah, because they kind of had to. Because if the baby wasn't happy, it would cry yeah. and it would bug all of us. So they'd feed it or they did. Julia, huh? be honest. Did you help with the baby? No, but I did stand one time for my kid outside and froze my butt off outside the Salvation Army ringing a bell when he had a game. I did the collections, but I had my little piece. If anyone is going to be a bell ringer or work outside standing still in the winter, bring your own piece of carpet. Oh, yeah, to stand on. Yes, and I had a piece of the red carpet from our very first year at the SAG. (laughs) That's what you brought? Yeah. That's so cool. Well, that's the Salvation Army red. I cannot believe, that is the most. It was for Key Club. I mean, it was really a bad thing that I did it. Well, I'm impressed. I thought you would have accidentally admitted that, hey, I did help with that crying baby many times. I'm sure I did, but I can't remember. You seem like the kind of mom that. You would go get I'm, poster board at middle of the night when they right, say they and a then project. we'd have to help do our projects together. No ones were worse than ours. The three of us together, we had no art sense in our body. I have a parent hack for everybody: just buy a bunch of poster board and put it in your basement. You're always gonna need. You're it. always gonna need it because there will always be kids like me. Go who to the dollar store. It'll be after dinner, and they go, "Oh, mom, I have to make oh, a yeah. project." Well, it's better than eight o'clock because stores don't say what as late as they used to, know. you know. But go to the dollar store. Yeah. I'm telling you, I find so much stuff. Just buy like 10 of them. Buy 10 poster boards, and when you run out, buy more. All right, Grant has something. I want to bring Nicole in for this last like minute or so. Yeah. Is that okay? She's got a fun story about her kids and when they brought their baby doll home. Nicole, oh, how's oh it going? Nicole, tell me hello. Oh, my God. This is probably the only class that my son got an F in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's a it terrible was, dad. It was stressful. It, it was. So he had a specialist appointment that we had to go up in St. Cloud, and they didn't give us any warning as to what day the kids would have to bring it home. I just showed up to pick him up, and he's carrying this baby. And so the trip up was fine. The baby was quiet. In the doctor's office, the baby was quiet. We get, we're driving home, and the baby starts, like, screaming or yeah. squawking in the back. And my kid, like, throws himself over the back seat, into the back seat. He takes the baby out of the Thing. He's rocking. He's trying. Meanwhile, I'm on a conference call <laughs> oh with my God. two board members for my job and trying to have this conversation. And they're like, "What is going on?" And I'm like, "This stupid baby won't shut up." And we literally had to like pull over on 94, whip the door open, <laughs> pull the baby out, change its diaper, back on the road. And I said, I have PTSD so bad from when my daughter was a baby and would, like, cry nonstop. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Okay, because oh those babies God. were programmed to be awful. Yes, 
they are. And I think they give the boys the worst ones. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. I can't believe you have to pull over. I mean, that kind of 94, and as you're trying it on a board, I die. I would die, too. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take... Thank you. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We are delighted. We have Chad Camp with us from Flip Phone Events to tell us about some very fabulous things to do in the Twin Cities around the Halloween time. Hi, Chad. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm just looking up this Disney Villains Drag Brunch, which sounds so much fun. Yeah, it's this Sunday with Eileen the uh, I read the alien from RuPaul's Drag Race will be in town for both uh, brunches. And that one's actually fun all ages. And it's all the villains. Cruella, Scar, <gasps> Ursula. Scar? This weekend. It's, it's so fun. This weekend, this Sunday at Crave. Be okay. prepared. Is that the song they sing? Because I'll lose my mind. I, it depends what each of the performers do, but I do think we may have somebody at Scar, but they do all different oh. villains from all different. It's amazing. amazing. This would be so fun to go to. Okay, so and you can just go to flipphoneevents.com, and you're in so many different cities now. You have to click on Minneapolis-St. Paul and get the tickets, but that would be so fun. And then a week from Saturday, we have our big uh, First Avenue party. Uh, which if you haven't been, it's drag on the First Avenue stage. There's usually some prints, who knows, um, and a, a big costume contest, and it's a great way to just go out and be seen, and Crystal Method from RuPaul's Drag Race is joining us for that. So that's that's like our big, one of our yearly big, big, big events. And this is, and don't you have a big prize for the best costume? Yep, $500. So people so it- really show up. So this is going to be on the 28th, Saturday night? The 28th. Saturday yep, night Saturday at First night. Avenue. Uh, and have you have you talked about what you think the big costumes are going to be this year? Well, Barbie and Ken, but you tell us who else. I mean, I think White Lotus stuff, because that came out, even though it feels old, but we haven't had a Halloween, so I think we're going to oh, see yeah. a lot of Tanya's. Yeah, good point. Okay, White Lotus. What else do you think? Um... Wednesday, Adams, yes. because that came out, and I think that's easy. And, um, that is so uh, easy. Morticia. And oh. Um, Megan. Oh, the doll, the, the doll. scary doll. Oh, dear. I think that will be pretty big. Um, other things I've been seeing, like sort of more loose costumes, like girl dinner. I don't even uh, know what that is, people, but I'll get it. You don't, you don't know about girl dinner. I'll it's like a whole trend yeah. on Google. You guys should look it up. It's all, right. all um, that, that, that I think will be pretty big. Um uh, Beyonce and Taylor costumes from the the tours. Do you think huge. people will dress up as Kelsey and Kate Swift? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's such an easy like couples costume. Yes, it is. Be like, hey, put on this football jersey. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. Shut up and put on this shirt. Barbie and Ken. Yeah, Barbies in all different variations of Barbies. You'll have rollerblading Barbies. You'll have cowgirl Barbies. You'll have president Barbies. It's pretty easy to to do that. Oh, what, I... are you are you two dressing up? I, Lori's going to be Barbie and Ken, her and Casey. I think they've decided okay. that. Um, which, what kind of, which Barbie? Well, we are not that specific yet. Um, there's still time. We haven't had time because we had our project done and dirty for well, last week. I think her Ken might have a faux fur jacket. Yes. Oh, that's right. Malibu Ken. Yeah. Yes. Don't oh. you think? I mean, he's just beach. Yeah, no, that would just be awesome. Beach. And- just, just beach. 
Is anyone dressing up as Murphy the Golden Retriever? Uh, a Go-Go might be. I think Go-Go's going to be... My kiddo's going to be a Golden Retriever. I'm always a Snorlax. I have a Pokemon onesie that I wear every year that is a giant Snorlax. It's very comfy. Oh, we have a Pokemon Drag Brunch coming in November. <gasps> okay. What's uh, the date on yes. that? The date on the Pokemon... Oh, we at, can look it uh, up. <laughs> yes. Um... And yeah, no, we have big things in November. We're back at first half for our big competition where it's 20 drag competitors oh, wow. uh, go for $1,000. And Alaska from RuPaul's Drag Race is the judge. Wow. So it's a huge, yeah. So that's oh. always a huge, huge night where everybody works so hard for their four minutes on stage. And you can see new and up and coming drag. I love My it. My dream is to get you all to do down and dirty drag one year. So. Oh, my oh, that'd be year, so year. fun. I know, Chad, you bet on that. But I have to ask you something really quick. If we're going to go to the Disney Villains Drag Brunch and you've never been to a drag brunch, what can people expect? Like, what kind of food? What comes in with it? How much is it? Is it you know, who went Yeah, where? so it's, 18, it's $18 a ticket. Um, the ticket just gets you in, and then everybody uh, gets an entree, but they have eggs, they have sushi, they have everything on the menu. So if you're somebody who doesn't even like breakfast, right. they have burgers, and it's very reasonable. Um, if you're over 21, you can pick the bottomless mimosa option, so that turns yes. it into the party, and your mimosa stays filled the whole time. And so you're, it's basically a party. You're at a table, the performers will dance all around you, they won't interact with you unless you don't want them to, so don't be afraid if you're nervous. Okay. About that. Yes. They'll give you space, but then uh, you bring dollar bills to tip them, and by the end of the show, everybody's up and dancing uh, around on the tables or on their chairs, and it's, it's always a blast. I'm that, dying because I know. you've got not only a Taylor Swift yes. one, you have a 1989 to celebrate the re-release of Taylor's version's 1989 album on November 4th. I just am sending this to about 12 people. I'll um, be posting yes. this to the LoJ show page, so all of these events will be up there. You can get all the information. I'm doing that right now, all the listeners. Just yeah, but you know. give me a second. I got to buy and, a bunch of tickets. <laughs> we... Um, we pair with uh, local nonprofits, so we raise over the year over $200,000 for Outfront oh. Minnesota and Queer Space Collective. So it's just a great, fun what? community chance if you've never seen drag and in different spaces. That is so wonderful. Congratulations to you. And then also, no, thank you. also we have um, Bob the Drag Queen is opening for Madonna. Yeah, which is huge. Huge major worldwide tour. Uh, a drag uh, performer from RuPaul's Drag Race. I love that. I love it. Uh, we're and so grateful for you for calling in, um, Chad. No, thank you. Please. And we are getting you uh, by the end of 2024. You're coming to a drag brunch. Flipphoneevents.com. Check them out. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Same to you. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. Job done. Off you go.